0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service on RF, internet streaming and text at WIA.org.au Hi
1: there, I'm Graham VK4 Baker Baker. This is the news from the WIA for week commencing March 17. And could this be a new ham license for we here in VK? Tivro License Proposal has now gone open for public comment. The FCC in the USA has invited comments on a proposal asking to create a Tivro License, T-V-R-O, Tango, Victor, Romeo, Oscar. The Tivro License class would require a minimal online examination as well as mentoring by an amateur radio licensee of just technician class or higher. A Tivro is a novice or a beginner. The petition was filed way back in August of 2017 by AD0WU, Gary A. Hampton. Tivro licensees would earn operating privileges 99 channels in a 70cm Tivro subband. Applicants would have to be at least 11 years of age. Hampton said in his petition that one goal would be reliable nationwide 70cm interoperability in the exclusive 4.30 to 4.40 megahertz segment of the band. Hampton expressed the belief that institution of the Tivro licence would span growth within amateur radio. The window for comments on this Tivro licence will be open for 30 days ending around April 2019. Keyless chaos in Jindalop as drivers mysteriously are locked out of cars. Nine News in Perth say that more than 100 have been struck in recent days, all within 150 metres of the Lakeside Shopping Centre. Staff at the nearby Altertune have tried to help where possible, trying various creative methods to try and get people into their cars and back on the roads. Authorities are trying to locate the disruptive signal. Lakeside management have now put a security guard in the car park while they try to figure out the problem. It's not believed to be a criminal act, but rather an internet router or other wireless device recently installed in the area that is causing the disruption. Centre management have now identified the signal, but investigators are still trying to locate the device it's coming from. Australian Media and Communication Authority investigators were walking around the car park, but believed the signal was not actually coming from the lakeside site. They were door-knocking to ask who had installed the new device recently, and were hoping the issue would be fixed within hours. For the latest, VK6AS from News West. Despite VK6 having no resident radio inspectors, an ACMA team was dispatched and was spotted prowling the centre as if on an amateur fox hunt. Speculation was rife, but now it seems that the fox that was causing the issues was an LIPD buzzer device being used at a pharmacy. There's no direct confirmation of this, but it does appear that shoppers are no longer having any problems. This is Andrew, Victor Kilo, 6 Alpha Sierra. Who
0: listens to radio? That go where you go medium call radio.
2: Hi, this is Dick Smith, VK2DIK,
1: and good morning to all the listeners of the VK1WIA broadcast. I wish you all the very best and look forward to maybe talking to you on the air. For the WIA National News Broadcast, this is Dick Smith, VK2DIK.
3: Hi, my name is Harry Edgar, VK6YBZ, newly nominated director to take up a casual vacancy on the board of the Wireless Institute of Australia. I bring to the board experience in education, business, management, and law, and it is my intention to determinedly represent the interests of all amateurs, both federally and in my home state of Western Australia. Affiliated clubs are advised that the third edition of the popular WIA publication, Your Entry into Amateur Radio, the Foundation Licence Manual, is in stock and available free to affiliated clubs for resale or giveaway. All you have to do is contact the secretary at secretary at pay the postage and the copies will be sent to you. It's a great opportunity to make a contribution to the club and attract new members to the hobby. Don't forget that the WA WA Annual Conference for 2019 and the AGM is being held at the Park Royal Hotel, 150 Day Street, Sydney, over the weekend 24th to 26th of May 2019. There is a packed agenda of interesting technical presentations, visits and other events at the conference. The WA AGM is to be held on the Saturday morning at the Park Royal Hotel and the conference dinner is happening on the evening of Saturday the 25th of May after a busy afternoon of technical papers and is expected to be a glittering affair. Please visit the WIA website for the link to the conference and AGM information. You can reserve your place at the conference and AGM or book at a range of selected hotels to meet your budget. Don't miss this great opportunity to participate in the event and get the latest on what is happening with your institute. There is still an opportunity to get your technical paper into the conference committee and let us know what about the exciting project that you've been working on and are bursting to let us know of your achievements or special interests. It's all on the WIA website, so visit the site and click on the link to get the latest information. I will be attending the WIA AGM in Sydney over the weekend, 24th to 26th of May, along with other board members, and will be available to chat to anyone regarding the hobby, the WIA, or any other matters concerning amateur radio. I look forward to meeting as many of you as possible. Before I go, I've been requested to let you know that the the board is seeking expressions of interest for anyone wishing to join the standards Interference and EMR Group. Expressions of interest should be forwarded to the WIA Secretary at secretary at wia.org.au. Thank you, 73. This has been Harry, VK6YBZ.
0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text. WAA.org.au
4: International News with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Previously, we've reported on the University of Virginia's CubeSat Constellation due for launch next month that will carry UHF packet repeaters. However, due to licensing issues, the satellites will operate in non-amateur spectrum at 401 megahertz. KQ9P from the UVA team reports that they're hopeful that their next CubeSat project will carry an amateur payload. GPS networks may experience errors in weak number rollback The GPS network will encounter a small millennium bug of its own in April when the network's week number rolls back to zero. This known issue especially could affect those who use GPS to obtain accurate, coordinated, universal time. In the GPS network, the number of the current week is encoded into the message the GPS receives using a 10-bit field. This allows for weeks ranging from zero to 1,023. The current period began on August 1, 1999. On August 6, 2019, this week rolls over to zero and starts counting back up to 1023. This should not affect later model GPS receivers that conform to ISGPS200 and provide UTC. But testing carried out by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security raised the possibility that some units may misinterpret the rollover, shifting the date back to January 6, 1980, or possibly to another incorrect date. An affected GPS not only may report the incorrect date, but time accuracy that is critical to precise location data could be compromised. A nanosecond second error in GPS time can equate to one foot of position or ranging error according to DHS published guidelines that explain the issue and suggest how to address it. In the USA, the FCC takes a new tack in combating unlicensed radio broadcasting. In what may be a first in the effort to crack down on unlicensed broadcasters, the United States has filed a civil action to stop a church-related pirate radio station from operating in Massachusetts. The Massachusetts U.S. Attorney's Office is seeking an injunction to shut down the station operating on 97.1 MHz. This groundbreaking step for an injunction to stop a pirate radio operator's illegal activities is part of our continued efforts to combat illegal broadcasting, FCC Enforcement Bureau Chief Rosemary Harold said. As we work with our law enforcement colleagues to use every tool in our toolbox to combat pirate radio, I welcome the Justice Department's renewed use of its Section 401A injunction authority. Along with fines, equipment seizures and warnings, this action underlines our continued interest in combating this serious problem. The FCC already has fined operator Vasco Oberoni and Christian Praise International Church $15,000 for repeated violations of its rules against unlicensed operation. The complaint recounts that Oberoni and the church first began operating an unlicensed station on 102.3 MHz. After issuing multiple warnings, the FCC levied the $15,000 penalty and Oberoni agreed to a payment plan, but later he began broadcasting again, this time on 97.1 MHz. Still in the Americas, ITU Strengthening Emergency Communications... In recent years, the increasing number of disasters like hurricanes, earthquakes, tsunamis and floods has highlighted the urgency of establishing strong communication systems, which are essential if medics, firefighters, police and others are to provide effective relief during emergencies. In the aftermath of disasters, alternative communication systems are often needed to replace normal systems that have been damaged or destroyed. ITU membership has recognised this need. For many years, emergency telecommunications has been a priority in the Americas region. In 2018, ITU teamed up with the regional telecommunications bodies such as La Commission Regional Technica de Telecomunicaciones, the Inter-American Telecommunication Commission, CITEL, and the International Amateur Radio Union, IARU, to set up an alternative telecommunications system for use in times of emergencies. The system does not rely on conventional means of communication such as the internet, but rather on amateur radio systems. This alternative telecommunication system used is known as WinLink, a worldwide email service that uses radio pathways and is capable of operating completely without the internet. WinLink is well known for its role in emergency and disaster relief communications, providing its users email with attachments, position reporting, weather and information bulletins. The system is built, operated and administered entirely by licensed volunteers. It has a proven track record for emergencies. As recently as 2017, Link was extensively used in the aftermath of the high-impact hurricane season in the Caribbean and also after the earthquake in Mexico. To Korea now, the 5G Country Leadership Index has just been released, identifying South Korea as number one. Followed by the United States, other 5G leaders include Australia... Qatar, Switzerland, Finland, Spain and the United Arab Emirates. D-Little, A-D-L, created the index which benchmarks over 40 countries. Regionally, Southeast Asia is most advanced with South Korea using the Winter Olympics as an opportunity to showcase its leadership. The US is amongst the first to launch commercial 5G services. Gulf Cooperation Council, GCC countries are also ahead – while Europe as a continent is lagging due to heterogeneous infrastructure and fragmentation, as well as outstanding ongoing spectrum allocation processes in many countries. For VK1WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW. Ham hey,
2: Radio Operational News, it's a context sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian Contest rules and results are on the Contest section of the WIA website. 2019 This weekend is a Russian DX Contest. Running from 1200 hours UTC on the 16th to 1200 hours UTC on the 17th, it used to see WNSS only in the 1.8 to 28 MHz bands. The exchange is signal report and serial number, with Russian stations also sending their oblast code. Also this weekend, closer to Home. John on Memorial Field Day 16-17 March 2019. Its main purpose is to familiarise amateurs with working in the field, that is away from the shack and commercial power on all bands. Having said that, there is also a need for field operators to have stations to work. So if your field is inclined to set up a field station, your contribution is still valuable, and you will attract points if you operate from your home QDH. Rules are available on the WA website under the tab for members stroke contests. CQEWY WPXS's big contest over the March 30-31 weekend. 20th Harangel Memorial Sprint May 4. Trans-Tasman Labian Contest July 20. VK Remembrance Day Contest is August 17 and 18. Aiming High for Satellite Honours. If you've made some memorable contacts using amateur radio satellites, there is a tangible way you can remember them. If you like to be busy chasing satellite contacts, now you can chase a little bit of satellite glory that goes with it as part of AMSAT's 50th Anniversary Awards program. Amateur Radio newsline Skid and Ash says a number of special awards are being made available this year to commemorate the formation of Radio Amateur Satellite Corporation on March 3, 1969. They are the 50th Anniversary AMSAT Oscar Satellite Communications Achievement Award, the 50th Anniversary AMSAT Satellite Friends of 50 Award, the AMSAT on the HF50th Anniversary Award, in limited edition of the 50th Anniversary MSAT Oscar Satellite Communications Achievement Award. There will only be 20 original certificates available for this last one. This award will be issued for the first 20 amateurs to complete 20 confirmed qualifying contacts in a satellite. The certificate itself is unique. It is on a golden-rod paper stock and signed by MSAT's founding president, Perry Klein, K3JTE, who now uses the callsign W3PK, Contacts must be made this year between the 3rd of March and the 31st of December. DXCC Most Wanted List Updated The DXCC Most Wanted Entities List has been updated on Club Log. It contains 340 entities. The top 5 most wanted are P5 North Korea, 3Y-B y Booby Island, FT5-W Stroke Crozy Island, BS7H Scarborough Reef, NC0X San Felix Islands. Scarborough Reef and San Felix Island switch places in the 4th to 5th position. Through the DX window. Hans Martin will be on the air as E51HMK from Rarotonga OC013 in the South Cook Islands on the 22nd of March. He will operate SSB and FT8 on the of to 10 metre bands. QSL via his home sign DK2HM, direct or bureau. Somalian Op. Ali, EP3CQ, works for the United Nations in African Union Mission to Somalia in Mogadishu. It's once again active as 60100 between now and March 24th. 40, 30, 20, 17, 15, and 10 meters using SSB and FT8. QSL Direct to Ali Soljul, EP3CQ. Finally, if you've still got your hopes set on a Bibiol Expedition contact. Check out the Rebel DX Group's web for its latest update. The 3Y0I team reports that it will be on board during a two or three day sea trial of its ship, the Atlantic Tuna, which has undergoing a major refit for the trip. The website is posting cautions to amateurs around the world. Don't get too excited when you see the ship leave the harbour in Cape Town. As the saying goes, this is just a test. For VK1WIA National News... I'm Felix VK4FUQ Inningham.
0: From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au.
5: Hi, I'm Bruce Lees vk 3 ff currently in VK5 in Adelaide with Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Ballooning. Radio amateurs to launch balloon at Young Researchers' Congress. On March 21st, an APRS balloon transmitting on 433.0 MHz call sign DL9II11 will launch from the youth hostel Munster on the occasion of the 20th Young Researchers Congress. The weather balloon carries a probe with two cameras as well as scientific measuring technology consisting of a pressure and a temperature sensor as well as a Geiger-Müller counter tube. The GPS data is transmitted in APRS format. The mission is led by two students of the University of Heidelberg and supervised by OM Dietmar DL9II. Worldwide Special Interest Group's final frontier. AMSAT has secured permission to redistribute orbital data provided by the US Department of Defence Joint Force Space Component Commander for another year. The world's best source of orbital elements for amateur radio satellites will continue via the Keps mailing list from amsat.org. Out of this world auction sponsored by ARIS. The ARIS US team, amateur radio on the International Space Station, will auction two very unusual items in its first ever auction. Picture yourself as the winning bidder and proud owner of a unique JVC Kenwood TS-890S signed by astronauts. Or you could be a top bidder on a special astronaut signed six volume box set 2019 ARRL handbook. Bidding starts April 8th at 1200 UTC and ends April 14th at 2200 UTC. When you bid in this auction, you could be the crucial person who helps Aris launch its new custom-built higher power radio system with its voice repeater, and improved packet APRS and SSTV capability that thousands of hams enjoy. You may be the winning bidder who helps Aris continue introducing ham radio to thousands of students, teachers, parents and whole communities and inspiring students about science, technology, engineering, math and radio. Don't forget, set yourself a reminder. Bidding starts April 8th and ends April 14th. Worldwide special interest groups, internet, the hams domain. A known bug with the Apple version of the digital QST app may prevent some users from downloading issues of the magazine. ARRL has confirmed with the developer that version 5.0 of the app, introduced in early February, may produce instances where the app crashes on some devices when the user tries to download an issue of QST for offline reading. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, QRP and Weak Signal Communication the founder of the GQRP Club and amateur radio author, the Reverend George Dobbs, G3RJV, died on March 11th. He was 75. The good reverend was reported to have been in ill health for some time and had been living in a care facility where his condition deteriorated quite rapidly over the past few days he was the honorary secretary of the gqrp club g5low which he founded in 1974 to cater to those interested in low power amateur radio communication he served as the editor for the club's quarterly sprat was the author of qrp basics the international qrp collection co-authored with 9M6DXX, and making a transistor radio. He was a frequent Hamvention attendee, and in 2015, he received the Hamvention Technical Excellence Award. I'm Bruce, VK3FFF.
2: Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the Northern Territory. And he can be heard on repeaters one four six nine hundred, one four six nine fifty, all and of frequencies one four decimal three three seven, one zero decimal one three seven, seven decimal one nine three, three decimal five five five. And I am Karl, with a K. Victor Kilo H. Alpha Whiskey
1: R- Rewind. Rewinding we go. National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting Director to speak on history of VOA Bethany Station. The event is the second in the Voice of Truth in America series with Midpoint Library System. If you've ever wondered why the VOA Bethany Station needed a secured square mile of land surrounding its nineteen forty four Art Deco building, Jack Dominic has the answers. National Voice of American Museum of Broadcasting Director Jack Dominic has spoken on the history of the VOA Bethany Station and the VOA Museum today, just this week. The VOA Museum hosts other free events this year in commemoration of its 75th anniversary of the VOA Bethany Station, which now houses the Cold War Era History and Broadcasting Museum. From World War II through the Cold War, the station played a vastly important role in transmitting real news via shortwave radio to people living in countries that lacked a free press, said Ken Reiser, VOA Museum Board President. And it all started in Cincinnati with two brothers who developed the technology that evolved into the commercial radio industry. The next two Midpoint Library Series programs, particularly if you are visiting the USA, are Ride the Radio Waves, a children's STEM event presented by the Westchester Amateur Radio Society, WCRAR. For complete schedules of all the VOA Museum events, the Voice of Truth in America series and WCRA events, visit the voamuseum.org
5: website. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au.
1: Alrighty, you know where we are now? The bottom of the news, what's that? That's the 2019 social scene slot. VK7, Meet the Voice event at Ross next weekend, March 23, 24. VK4, Redfest 2019, April 13. VK6, it's Hargfest April 14. VK5, BRL Radio Group's annual gathering, Overland Corner in South Australia, April 6. In VK3, it's the Moorabbin and District Radio Club Hamfest, 2019, Saturday, May 11. As we heard from Harry at the top of the news, VK, it's the 2019 WIA annual conference in Sydney, the weekend of 24-26 of May. VK5, Southeast Radio Group's 2019 Annual Convention and the Australian Fox Hunting Championships. When's that? June 8 and 9. VK3, Gipps Tech 2019, 13-14 July. VK3, it's the Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest, October 13. VK3, Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Barg Hamvention, October 27. Let's whip forward to 2020 on the social scene. Alara Meet 2020 happens in Bendigo, October in Bendigo. Heidi VK3FHID and Jenny VK3WQ are leading the team who are planning an eventful weekend. The team is meeting regularly and are looking forward to seeing you in Bendigo. And when's that? October 2020. Okay, till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly.